When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We are check, 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 check. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, Dubyard Air Hulls. We're signing, um, we've signed some of the t-shirts, some of our deadly Dubland t-shirts um, because lots of people have asked for them for Christmas. And Thank you, Al. Where You can come and talk to us. Um, okay, Al, what are the details on the t-shirts? Uh, oh, I don't know. Okay, right. Well, people can go online and buy them. Well, they're, they're I don't know what the... They're the same price as supposed to sign. Of course they are, yeah. Because this, yeah. this is labour, so they... So, yeah, you have to add labour, yeah. <laughs> um, this is bullshit. This is not talked about. Um, <laughs> there's a limited number of signed There's a limited t-shirts. number of signed t-shirts. Um, and you can go onto headstuff.org and buy them. And um, they're there. I'll put them... Do we take a picture of them? The big pile. No, don't take the picture because it looks like it looks like we've just done our laundry. And no laundry. one's going to want to buy our laundry. Thank Alan. Thanks, Alan. No one's going to want to buy our laundry, you know. And why Laund- are you a fuck up? <clears throat> oh, no, I just fucked up again. You, I just made everything so. I Like, I keep fucking saying to me. <coughs> oh, That's it. It's over. He's like, saying that I'm going to, you know, pull back on stuff. And I do try and pull back on stuff. And then. You know, you Are say you yes, yes to ten to everything different things again? and it all happened in to you. Did we not have this last year oh, when you nearly fu- had a fucking breakdown? Yeah, we did. It's not, I'm not near that level. No, thank you. you sure? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Do you, mind if I eat, do you mind if I eat them? I won't eat them on fucking mic because we all learned the last time. Mind you, I was, uh, by the way, I was pregnant the last time. I'm not now. I'm just hungover. I still can't um, believe people got really pissy because you happened to eat a bite of a sandwich when you did a podcast. But there you go. Fucking starving. <laughs> so hungry and cranky and pregnant. What are you, um, what are you saying yes to? Everything. Stupid shit. Ah, uh, no, stuff I want to do, but like, I, I want to do... The thing is, you want to do We can talk about these... Young Offenders now, right? Uh, oh, yeah, I think we can, yeah. It's out there, it's in the news anyway. I saw so. it on Twitter that we can talk yeah, about Yeah, yeah, so the Young Offenders Christmas special. When is that on? No idea, right, they still haven't said a date. I, it looks like it is going to be on RTE after all. The okay. talk was it was just going to be on BBC because RTE wasn't going to be involved. But it's going to be definitely on BBC <coughs> Two. 1. A 1? Yeah, BBC 1. Sorry, PJ um, Gallagher, can we just take a moment for that? Your your uh, your television show that you're on, your te- like it's I know it's well, not your yeah, it's personal not my show. but the television show that you're in, it has a Christmas special on BBC fucking one like that's savage. Yeah, it's good going. Yeah, yeah, I'm delighted for the uh, youngins. No. Uh, but for you, like oh, as it's well great for me because I get to hitch my old arse onto a young person's career and get good. towed into the 25th century. I like it. Yeah, so it suits me down to the ground. But yeah, it's no, it's great. So it's going to be on BBC One. It's obviously going to be broadcast in Ireland first, I would imagine, because that's what they do. They mm. pay our, they pay BBC a certain amount of cash, and 
they can jump the queue because let's face the Brits don't give a fuck what's on Irish TV no they don't they don't have to they don't uh, have it well, yes, they don't, yeah so it means it's they still ask questions hello hello, the United Kingdom and abroad but I love that like people who are in the, in the UK still tweet us and be like do you have Channel 4 it's like yeah we have that yeah <laughs> yeah you see we're, we're like spies we're all over your shit if yeah. you're English people listening we're all over your shit we watch all oh, your stuff Brits generally like we got all you your stations you don't have stations. any of your shit we got all your newspapers we got all your sport we got all your we're all over your shit we're watching you all the time we're like little brother uh, we're all over and then you don't see any of our shit no. So but we're we, up to all sorts of shit over here. Yeah. So if you ever wonder why Irish people get so fucking cantankerous when you're like you say, "Oh, you really you, you don't you don't use pounds," <laughs> and we go, "Are you fucking out of your mind? Jesus, typical English. You having a fucking clue? It's because we sometimes forget." You're not watching us as they, much as we're watching you. They infiltrate us, but we we are infiltrating them. They just don't know. Yeah, they just don't know. They just don't know we're watching all the time. So I want you to know that when you're sleeping, British people, Irish people are watching you. Oh, one eye open. And well, judging you. Then again. <laughs> who knows what way Brexit's going to go. Oh, it's a fucking shit show. I don't it's, understand. I just don't understand. Nobody does, though. This is the thing about I don't, it. I just, do I have to use my passport going to the UK? Do I not? I just I don't it understand it. Nobody knows yet. Yeah. It's still not defined. And anyway, it looks like the whole... Oh. And I still can't I just believe... just know there's a lot of people who drive trucks are really fucking angry. That's all I've taken from all of the arguments that have been on yeah. telly in the panel shows. There's just an angry man who, who just sits and goes, I drive a truck. And I'm like, he's pissed off. And that's all I've taken from He's Brexit. right though. Because you know the one thing about the trucks is with the, under the current deal, that's not gonna, it's not going to be the current deal tomorrow though because it's all going to fucking collapse. So yeah. it doesn't make a difference. But under the current deal, no. British truckers would have to show their passport whereas Irish truckers wouldn't going into Britain because we'd be using it as a land bridge. Right, okay. So people, so if you're a pro-Brexit voting truck driver and you're stopped at a checkpoint, watching Irish trucks not being checked, travelling past, it's going to really do your head in. It's going to slow you down, right? Because I presume it's It's going to do your fucking nut. Because you obviously, but Brexit means Brexit, right? Now, I'm not one of these fuckers. I don't think everybody that voted Brexit was a racist or this, that, and you're you know what I mean? I think you were probably spoofed up and grand, you want to leave, you want to leave all that grand. I'm sure you have your own reasons and whatever. Obviously, we're from a country that's 98% pro-union. Yeah. So it's very fucking hard to find a sympathiser this side of the pond. But I don't buy this whole everybody to vote Brexit is a fucking wanker, racist bastard. They, I just think they believe the bullshit that they were better off outside of the union. That's, yeah. I, I honestly do. Or maybe do. They, they do believe that. Maybe I think, they don't believe it's bullshit. I think, to be honest, nobody's really buying that anymore. I don't think anybody gets it <laughs> like, now, though. Although, I don't know. I haven't been to Britain in fucking God knows how long. I don't February. know. February. No. Yeah, well, so. Yeah, so a lot. Like, every day in Brexit is like a dog year. You know what I mean? It's like a fucking dog year. So much happens every day and so much doesn't happen. And I still can't believe they haven't used the headline, Theresa May, Theresa May not. Like, it's asking for it. How is that not? That's a great one. I, it's Get it on the headlines. Stick, stick it onto a tabloid, please. We need so, to see yeah. it. One of the, somebody has to be listening. Stick it on. Stick I it on do something. like that Brits are now so fucking sick of hearing the word Brexit that even when you mention it, they just go, oh, shut the fuck up. I'm fucking Didn't dull. someone, though, <laughs> someone, or it was like Gary Lineker or somebody put up, didn't they put up something real stupid going, give us our country back. It's like, oh, Gary, join the fucking queue. Yeah, join. No, like, I it even was, jumped it was, on that one myself. Yeah, like, did you jump on it? I didn't yeah. see did you comment I on it. I had to. What, didn't he, did he, is that why he, didn't he tweet someone saying, yeah, yeah, he, he give was, us our, co- our can't, give us our country give us back Give us our country something. back. And it was like, <laughs> whoa, you realise your neighbours are... St- we're like, we're right fucking here, Gary. We again, I, I reiterate, <laughs> we're watching all we're watching of everything. the fucking time. Gary Lineker, you yeah. f- you fantastically nice man who got a lot of abuse deservedly. <laughs> <laughs> One of them being from trolling from PJ Gallagher. Well, I didn't troll him. I just says, uh, I just says, um, Ireland here. 
I'm guess I was going to say something, but I'm guessing thousands did before me, and then I checked the comments, and thousands did before. It's me. like Eurovision, Ireland calling, but not. Yeah, yeah, See, yeah. See, Brexit's even got that bad that the UK don't even give us like twelve points anymore. Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, in fairness, that's our fault. We started it. We fucking started it. We were the first ones to stop giving points to to that's UK or whatever that's they compete true. under, and then they just sort of United started, Kingdom, don't they? I don't know. I, I never know. I never know. I only know, like, because they, they break shit up so much. Like, in rugby, it's England, Ireland, Scotland. In the Olympics, Wales, inside, it's... Inside, outside, inside, scales. Yeah. In the, and then in soccer, it's the same. But then they all go to the Olympics and it's all Team GB. Yeah, There's no separation. Because so, they're greedy in what they do. They want to win and absolutely everything. Hello, the United Kingdom. Fucking right, they um, do. I want to as well. Uh, so so we, we just can't break it up. We just don't have enough people to break... I always think it's really funny, though, because I remember somebody saying something about... Uh, Oh, they're like really basic. Like they'd been with a girl, right, somewhere in London. And I was like, are you not afraid that'll come back and bite you in the ass? And he was like, that will never. And I went, but like someone will know someone. And he was like, did you realise there's like 15 million people live in London? And I'm like, now when you put it like that, because I swear to God, if you did something in Dublin last night, I guarantee you, by Every half past six this morning. You know, well known. I'd know about it by half past six. If you had any link to me, I'd know directly by half past six. And if I didn't, I'd know by half past six tonight, indirectly through somebody else. That's how it works in Ireland. Yeah. Every, there is no six degrees of separation. There's just a mile separation somewhere. Yeah. And it's like, somebody knows somebody who knows somebody. If you meet someone from Ireland, say to them, oh, I know someone from Thing. I guarantee you there'll be a link. But apparently in London, no. you can do whatever the but fuck London's you want. London's like 12 cities stuck together or some shit. Like it's unbelievable. So you get to win like, being England, you get to win being Wales, you get to win being sometimes Scotland, and then you get to win. Well, the Nordies never win that. They don't, they never win fucking that. Met two, two Nordies last night, and I, like, you know, hello Northern Ireland, because I know we have listeners that are there. They were, Really aggressive northeast. What to you? They're just really aggressive women. Yeah. What do you mean? Because um, what I what said. Are they aggressive about? It's just in general, like about like they were talking about potatoes, but they were aggressive about a potato crisp. And she was like, <laughs> and I potatoes, and I was like, well, they're potatoes. Like they're not your potatoes. They're different potatoes, but like they taste better than. She then she was just. Re- and then I in said, fairness, oh, if there's one thing that you can divide Ireland more than religion tato. and politics is fucking potato yeah, crisps. Yeah. yeah, but they have an orange man on the top of the front of theirs. He's slightly different. Do you know yeah, what I mean? He, looks he, like doesn't, a, he looks I like sorry, a bit I, of a jaffa. Sorry, yeah. I don't even mean that it's the actual orange man. I just mean he's like an orange potato. Whereas, but he does ar- look like a bit of a jaffa. He's wearing actually, the gear. I like he, actually, he has a sash on. I never even thought about that. He doesn't does he have, have a sash. sash. <laughs> he does. He doesn't have a sash. Imagine he fucking had a sash. Oh my god! They should go and put a sash on him just to really cause the conflict. It's actually Protestant flavored. Yeah, Protestant flavored. But yeah, and then I made the like stupid error. But like again, I just don't. I don't even think about these things. I said something about they're from Derry. She's like from fucking London Derry, and I was like, well, you've made your point very clear now. So I was like, I I can't. There's nothing I can do with you here. I'm really sorry. Thank you for coming. I like your. I was just admiring your glittery top. She's like, why don't you smoke? I was like, because I don't like. Why don't you smoke? Yeah. She was annoyed at you for not getting. She's like, "Are you going out for a fag?" I was like, "I don't, I don't smoke." And she's like, "What? Where, where'd you meet them? Oh, I was at it. Oh, it was one of those nights. I just had one. I went to see Boy George last night. Ah, oh, fucking hell! He was brilliant. In the tree arena. Yeah, I met him. He's like, so, he's of course you fucking. Here we go again. <laughs> this more of it. This is fucking more of it. Unbelievable. How? Yeah, like you, you've been shiting on about two fucking nordies who are giving you shit over crisps, and then you but drop that's in. What happened? Oh yeah, I met Boy George last night. I did. Do you want to like, see? Yeah, well, how the fuck did that happen? Like, that's surely that's the story you opened the podcast with. Not some fucking thing about people eating no, crisps. No, people with the crisps is the fucking problem. <laughs> you fucking did, me. Look at him, his big He's... orange hat. He looks like Mr. Kato. 
He looks like Mr. Stick Tato. Take a fucking sash on him now. I tell you, things will change up pretty quick. Um, yeah, uh, my cousin Christopher was over. He's still here, actually. He's due to fly back. Do you want to see Chris the flight that Christopher came in on? Um, his, um, yeah, he, his beautiful other half is on part of George's entourage. What the fuck is that? That's the plane they travelled on. Whose plane? Wait, what's the Boy fucking George's story? Plane. You're not telling me the story. Boy so George has a private jet. He travels around by private jet. So Christopher what? came with him. Yeah. What? Yeah, I know. Were you on that fucking no, plane? No, I wasn't on that. No, they landed in Dublin. I met them in the Marion. My bomb. Jesus Christ. Like, you live such... Eat, and I have gorgeous meanies in front of me. By the way, are they potato? No, they're KP. KP do a good crisp. They do all right, yeah. Oh, um, no, fuck the crisp. I can't, I can't get you off the fucking crisps. So wait a minute. All I want is crisps. So what happened then? How, what Sorry, happened? So What's the story feel... about meeting boy George? So, yeah, so basically... um. Tiff looks after boy George and he was playing and I we had said oh we'll definitely go to concerts so she got his tickets so my brother and Joey we all went and we met Christopher for a drink yeah and then this guy texts because we had to get our tickets off him and he was like oh there's a meet and greet and Christopher was like do you want to go meet boy George I was like oh yeah I'd love to meet him so do you know I love watching I love watching people who are like proper diehard fans meeting their heroes and when their heroes live up to that expectation and I watched that last night like a couple of people came in and met him at the meet and greet and they fucking loved him but he was just deadly was he He was was just deadly so he he wasn't snooty not at all he's like what's your name how's it going gave them a hug chatted with them and was just had his picture taken. He has the pose, you know. He do, he knows the move, has the light, gets the picture taken. Does he do he, that thing where you have to pay extra to get that far? Or does I he, would say so. I don't yeah. know. Actually, I'm, t- I'm sure they do competition meet and greets and stuff. Yeah, or I don't you know. can. You know, I, most places, you most, know this bullshit like Justin Bieber and all that. I fucking hate that way. There's like the ticket is like stupid amounts of money, and then you got to pay like a grand and a thousand quid, and you you're, you can, you get you can't even touch the fucker. You can't put your arm around him. You have to stand like an arm's length apart, and they take a photograph, and then yeah. that's like another couple of hundred quid and it's such a I don't, I don't think that that's I don't I think it's just like proper fans got to meet him I think they probably do them and everything like, but he's been touring all over America he's just finished all over the UK and then he came, comes to Ireland and then he goes to Europe on tour oh my but god I I'm so just, clueless when I heard he was coming I thought it was like Whelan's or something oh my god same because I actually went to Tiffany and she was like so George is over we're in uh, Dublin and I was like Deadly right? Like I was like, obviously, like I mean, you know, Max the Olympia. Like yeah. even at that, they won't do the top tier. They'll just do, you know, standing room only or whatever. And, yeah, and yeah. she was like the three arena, and I was like the point, like the actual point. And she's like, yeah, like there's the arena where it's an arena tour, and I was like, or the O2 as it is now. No, it's a the three arena now. Is it? Yeah, it was the O2. Then it was the point. Say, shells what I know. Shells somebody else buys it over. But any, anyway, and I just called the point because it it says on Strad La Pointa or whatever when you're on yeah, the, it's in when point you're on village. the yeah, point you're in on the thing. Um, sorry, this is our little arena that we have here in Dublin. If you're not familiar, but anyway, so we got the fuck. I hate the Lewis. Fucking hate the Lewis. I hate fucking Lewis. I hate it. Full <laughs> of people. Can't cope. People touching me, looking at me, near me. Hate it. Hate it fucking hate it and then I had to drive by where we used to where I used to work and it just reminded me of how much I hated getting the Lewis in there sometimes as well anyway but we went in oh we're both in grey form today yeah we went in and so yeah at the end of the queue then we went up and he was lovely and he was like who's Chris's cousin and I was like I am he's like what's your name I was like hi I'm Susie nice to meet you and then he said hi to Joey and gave us a hug and then he took a massive shine to my brother Jeffrey. 
Oh, really? Oh, he, t- he took a shine out to Jeff. Yeah, he took a real shine to Jeff. So Jeff was just standing there and he was like, what's your name? And I was like, Jeff. And and then we were slagging after because he sent words that he thought Jeffrey was a very attractive man. So, uh, yeah, we were winding him up. I was like, would you go out with boy George? He's like, I'm not gay. I was like, I know, but it could be fun. Yeah, you know, but if you <laughs> were. Just one of these hypothetical Yeah, I was like, like, would you take one for the team just so we could all hang <laughs> around when we're going to parties? Like, come on. Just, yeah. just Jesus, get on with it. Bang out a hand, Shandy, yeah. man. It's not going to be fucking kill you. Just be reasonable. <laughs> We could all have a shot in the jet. Like, I just, we could, uh, oh, yeah. we only want to go to London and back. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Because, like, the commute's a nightmare at Christmas. Um, but yeah, so that was a sweet, but you know what? I have to say, like, his gig was fucking deadly. And I wouldn't know. Like, I knew songs from 4FM, like, like the big Like Karma hits. Chameleon. He finished with that. I'd left, actually, at that stage. We left before the last two songs oh, to beat the traffic. Such an L. Um, no, because we wanted to get down and have a, have a pint to, yeah. before we could go, had to go home to the kids. Subsequently, I sent Joey home to the children and I stayed drinking, hence why I feel like this. But anyway, um, but yeah, he like um, he sang songs that I found myself singing along with that I didn't realise I knew the words of. But he's a real good performer. And I, he, so he's really funny. So he's, he, when you see him in real life, he's so big. He's a really big man. Big he's tall, very though, yeah. tall and very broad, like, and, you know, kind of really like well built. And then he's he's really kind of imposing almost like his hat and the makeup and it's just he's so masculine and so feminine. It's it's a really kind of mindfuck almost. And then when you see him on stage, he moves sometimes and dances and he dances really, really masculine, like he's like he looks like a real man. And then he moves and then he dances really feminine. It's just he's an incredible performer. Like the whole thing that they had like a, a band and there's a guy who he ended up uh, he came for a few drinks, there's a guy called James who's the saxophone player. So I just kept going, saxophone, like in The Simpsons. And he just kept looking at me going, who the fuck is your one? And I wore his hat for a bit as well. But um, yeah, it was just a really good, really good gig. I enjoyed hanging out with with him and seeing him and seeing him do his thing. Fucking jammy, jammy, jammy bastard again. And of course, once again, not a fucking word. If I had a start, not shut a your word. face. Because if I had a text you last night and gone, do you want to come see Culture Club on a Sunday night on a school night, you would have gone, no, if I'm going to said bed. It, I'm going with by George. Okay, well then, maybe I may the next have, time. like, I would have the fucking with would the cold plating. I might have. I no, I might. Do you know not. what? You see, that's the thing. I am going to catch you. So someday I'm going to do this to you because you know it's coming now. Something's going to come up this summer or in the next couple of weeks or whatever, and I'm going to get a call to say I'm flying over for this, and I have. I'm going to say to you, do you want to come and um, fucking I don't know see someone you're going out now? Yeah, but where? Fucking. I'm flying over now. Like if it's in town. No, I mean in town. If someone's like if Chris was flying over for a gig or something comes up and there's tickets for it. Oh yeah. You just go now. I have to say I did do that, which I I like. If I'm ever, like, I never ask, I genuinely try and never ask Chris for, for tickets or stuff. Like, I just try and get them myself. But I sent him a message the other day because I had an incident that I was extremely drunk in, at his birthday party. And I never get drunk at his birthday parties, but I was fucking hammered last February. I was really, I was a disgrace. I was sang in the Spice Girls in the toilet with the Spice Girls. and was like, if they go back on tour, I want in on this. But they're back on tour and I text them going, can you text Mel or Emma and ask them, could I have two tickets, please, for Croke Park? Because I can't queue online for tickets. I yeah, physically don't have it in me. They sold it on fucking Yeah, they were gone. So he's like, so I think he's asked Emma and he was like, you have Mel's number in your phone, text her. I was like, I don't know her well enough to send her a message and say, hi, Chris's cousin here, Susie. And a chance to yeah. tickets for Dublin and Crow Park. But that's, I want two tickets to go and see. I'd like to see the Spice Girls in Crow Park. So if I get two tickets and we're going to have dinner beforehand, I'll give you a shout. Yeah, I don't, yeah, the Spice Girls, see, they don't float my shit in the same way that Boy George would. I know that sounds ridiculous. Ah, but you I'm, know, a, I'm too fucking old. Like the Spice Girls, I was already a grown Almost adult man. Well, 1997. Yeah, so 1997. I was, I was 17 I was when they had their first. Oh, yet. I was into well into my twenties. Like, 
Yeah, like, but they were like five good-looking girls, though. I know. Were you not yeah, into that? No. Or no. were you like... No. Did you have a favourite spice? No. Old. Well, Mel C, probably. Were you into Mel C? Yeah, I guess so. If I had to pick a yeah, spice Joey, girl, yeah. With, yeah, Joey was Mel C, because she's sporty. Yeah, yeah. She's, do you know what? Genuine. Have you ever seen her in real life? No. Excuse me, she's an absolute ride. You're the only one who meets all these famous fucking people in real life. Anyway, we digressed about the angry. Anyway, hello, United Kingdom. Uh, yeah, oh, hello, everybody. Jesus down. Christ. I'm in a fucking pissed off you, as usual, I've I have to be pissed <laughs> off. That's... Have you been watching this fucking haunted in Hill House? Hill, no, I haven't watched Hill it. Hill House I, haunting, the haunting I've of... seen online has said that they're absolutely terrified and sleeping with lights off. I uh, can't be, be having the stress I'm not going to give out the way, right? I'm not going to give out the way because I've enjoyed the fuck out of the series. I've been watching them one, two, three, four, all the way up, whatever, nine episodes of absolute fucking brilliant. Loved it. And proper brought me back because I used, I used to not be able to watch horror films. Mm, I remember that, yeah. Couldn't fucking watch them. Not that I was around when you were a kid, but I th- believe you may have told me this once before you yeah. were proper terrified though right fucked off like I went to see The Sixth Sense which isn't even that fucking scary I went to see The Sixth Sense I told you that didn't I, I was, did I not tell you that <laughs> but in case people haven't gone that far yeah, back yeah I was in the cinema sitting there and you know that bit where the little young one comes out of the tent <laughs> And she vomits and there's like a hole in the back of her head. She had an untimely end. By she the was shot in the head. Yeah. And then I saw her and went, ah! <laughs> and I jumped out of my fucking seat. And my mate Jer wouldn't let me out. He was holding me into the seat because he was embarrassed. I'm like, fucking let me out. Let me the fuck out. And I had to climb over the four rows or five rows of seats behind us with people sitting <laughs> in them to get out and go sit in the car for half an hour on my own while the fucking movie ended. So I was terrified of these movies. Then I've gotten bored. I got too used to them. I got too into them. I love horror. Anyone knows me now knows yeah. now. I love horror. I've finished all the horror on Netflix. I've finished it. I'm done. Finished, done, dusted. I watched this I ridiculous like shit horror, horror last night. It was great crack called Calm Girls or Calm or something. It's fucking brilliant. Is it, shit. I'm going to throw, uh, it's like like by a sorority group of girls or no, something. No, it's not. It's about this, you know, girls that do porn on the internet. Right. There's the Calm porn. Oh, Calm. I, yeah. like, I thought you said like Calm, like as in Calming Girls. No, no, no. no. Calm. calm Girls. Yeah, yeah. So, and one of them, and then all of a sudden, she gets locked over. Is this some weird? Were you just watching some weird horror porn? Is that what this really is? It was? is horror porn, yeah. Right, okay. It is, but there's no there's no dirty stuff in it. Uh, She's like, I, FF would go, there has to be somewhere in here. There has no to be dirty some... shit. There's no dirty shit. No and blue. Then one day blue. she gets locked over her account and then she goes back on and she can't get in. And then next thing it's horror. She's watching herself doing this porn show. And she can't figure it out. And that's basically the story, right? Oh Doesn't get any better than that. Right, okay. Right? But Haunting of Hill House is fucking brilliant. It's proper. For the first time in years, I'm genuinely walking around afraid to turn the fucking light off. Oh, no. Oh, it's brilliant. No, I'm out. Grannies and spooks and all this weird shit. And the way the fucking kids react with all these ghosts and scared the bot. It's proper creepy. Crappily fucked me up like I was fucking... <laughs> you're turning on the light on me phone walking around to go for a piss in case there was a ghoulie behind the door, right? Proper fucking Just scared. your own. Oh yeah, just me own, just me own ghoulies. I'm not afraid of them. And then uh, they came to the last episode. I don't understand it. I don't understand what happened. I'm not giving it in the way, but I don't understand. I don't know what happened. So is it? it sorry, like so it's there, so it's not like um, it's not like uh, Black Mirror. It's not separate episodes no. in a series. So it's, no, it's, it's one a, story. One and the guy story. who's the dad in it is Elliot, the kid from ET, which blew my fucking mind. No way. Yeah, I didn't know it at all. And where is ET these days? Uh, ET's fucking long gone home. But is there's a, there's one thing where you see is an ET lunchbox and all with his kids and no stuff. No way. So there's little. Cro- yeah, I like that. Yeah, a little bit of a crossover. So it's a, it's really good. 
But I see, I but can't. I, I can't hate this, this mysterious ending shit. But it's Tell me to, what fucking happened. Is that to tee it up for the next series? No, no, it's finished. Like, it's finished. But it's like, tell me what fucking happened. Well, I don't, said it was I, finished with 13 Reasons Why and they came back with another 13 Reasons More. Oh, yeah. I got I co- two episodes into that one. Yeah, can't same watch here. Anymore. You were right as well. Yeah. You were right. You were the one that says it yeah. glorified suicide. It I was did. like, I don't think it does. Now it, it turns does. out it really did. Yeah. And now it's all over the place. Yeah. But Jesus Christ. Anyway, and it's all this Christmas fuckology has started. I'm so fucking upset. All this fucking shit. Literally shitball bastards with their... Decorations and deals and this Black Friday fucking nonsense that doesn't even belong in the country. It's all that to happen now. It's Cyber Monday, like I'm so fucked off with it. I mean, I hate Christmas anyway, right? At least this year I'm on my own. The house, there's no Christmas tree. Where's there's none your of that mom? shit. Are you going out with your mom's for Christmas? Oh yeah, yeah, but that's a drop in and a drop out. And I always work Christmas Day, so I don't yeah. spend too much time with these fucking people I'm related to. Uh, so I have all, but I hate it so much. It's, it's like an oppressive. Fucking thing! I hate it so much. I will say, if you're someone like me and you hate Christmas, reach out to me on Twitter or something. Let's form a club. I even had to. I went so off why don't Twitter. you do PJ's Christmas? I cancelled cancel my Twitter last week to avoid Christmas talk, and then I lasted six days and went back on it. Oh yeah. Well, why don't you do? Why don't you have? Because I know Sarah Millican does something very like on a kind of serious note. Like Sarah Millican does something kind of quite similar that they do like a. a a Twitter thing on that they all just tweet like it's you put a hashtag yeah. on it so like hashtag PJ's Christmas or hash, hashtag whatever you want to PJ's balls whatever you want to do on it and anyone can jump into that hashtag but it, it actually serves a very good purpose for people who are because you're the the perception is you're supposed to be having the greatest time of it's the year shite. and it's shite for most it's people shite. so actually there's for a bit of escapism to get into these conversations and ha- take the piss and have a light because it's for a fucking dark day nice for people Christmas and enjoying themselves there's one of us out there there's that more would than rather one. iron our fucking heads then go don't through Don't iron it. your head. I, will say don't I would love head. to iron my head rather than go through it. I'd love to. I'm telling you, I'd rather gargle silage. I'd rather shite a hedgehog every day from now until the new year. Okay, what's That's the alternative? <laughs> <laughs> but you should do a hashtag. We should do a hashtag for Christmas Day and you can, oh sorry, you can um, you can chat to people on Christmas Day on Twitter because you're going to be on air. You'll be on your phone. Yeah, I will, yeah. And But like, you know, for all the, it, I think it would be funny, but actually, for all the joking aside, it is a, it is a time of year, especially for men oh. that people fucking dip out and feel really shit about themselves. And the you know, fucking so. pressure, the pressure. Well, actually, where's the crack in it? I've never understood where the crack. Even as a kid, I fucking hated Christmas. I know that's terrible to say. Even as a kid, I hated Christmas. I hated it. Gradually waiting for everybody to be pissed and fall over. It was a horrendous Their Christmas day. Is a very different day to mine. Oh my god, it was so shit then, and it's so it's even shitter now. And then you got like it's like everybody's got. I don't know. I'm just so I'm not into it. I'm In not fairness, into- you you are verbalising. Joey and I went to. Um, we went to Smith's last, Smith's Toy Superstore. Yeah. We went last week because Ushin turned four the other day. So we had to go and get his birthday present. And then Smith's had, had vouchers. They had like 10 euro off and he spent 100 quid. Five, he spent 50. And I was like, do you know what? While we're here. And they open till 12 o'clock at night now, right? So I was like, while we're here, we'll just get this shit over and done with. Like, yeah, yeah. The kids haven't, they're too small. They haven't even written that. Like they're four and like they just see things on telly and go, can I have that? Can I have that? Can I, they don't have like glow sticks and all. They're coming out with all sorts yeah, of matches. Yeah, like yeah. Hannah literally is listening to what Ocean is saying that she went, I want that. I want that one. It was a box of fucking Rice Krispies. Do you know? Like, yeah, yeah. It's not even like. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. we went up and did it and it was just full of parents just looking, the father's looking shook and the mother's stressed off their oh heads. Oh my God. And she's the like, money. the mothers are picking them up going, this 
Now, we got that one for, we got that, whatever the child's name is, let's say, fucking, I don't know. We got the fair lane, right? Pick that fair lane, will we? And the dog just gone, yeah? How much is it? And he's like, you can see yeah. him in his head. Mental and they have like, yeah, they've just trolleys full and he's just going, she doesn't need another, no! And like I just heard one man at one point just go, no, Veronica, that's enough now. And he, like, it, was just, yeah. it was just full of parents stressed off their heads. Yeah, I know. And the we good just thing had is- a limit. We were like, look, it's a hundred quid on both of the kids. Because they, they both have birthdays. Ushin got a fucking Dyson from Curry's the other day. What? Your My four-year-old... Got a Dyson. ...was sent a, a Dyson, a 500 euro Hoover what? from Dyson the other day. What the fuck? That, what, so what's he's that about? From Boy George? From <laughs> Boy George. <laughs> he's sending him a plane. Um, no, so Ushin, Did I ever tell you about this, about Ushin and the Dysons? So no. Oshin is obsessed with mechanics. He's, so he he has a little tractor engine. He takes it apart, but he unscrews everything now and takes it, lines it all up. It's apparently something like that. It, it's the guy who on how it works does it. He un he what? opens everything up, sees how it works, and then sticks it back together. So Oshin is obsessed with doing this. Opens everything up, takes it back together, puts it back together. So this is his thing. But he particularly likes Dysons. Because the the videos, they take everything apart in a Dyson. They show how they put Dyson components back together. And the videos are quite, I suppose they're jazzy, as it will. It's particularly taken, so with the V8. So we go and visit Dyson's. We go to like, what? yeah, we go to Curry's and he goes and has a go with a Dyson and he puts it back up and he wants a Dyson from Santa. So Joey and I had a full-blown conversation that Black Friday was coming around that I was like, we need a new Hoover anyway. So I was like, or a vacuum cleaner. So I was like, look, will we get it and just tell him it's from Santa Claus, but we'll just take the hit and the 500 quid. But then they went on sale and they're like 300 quid in, in Curry's. And I actually went, do you know what, Joey, we might have to just stick it on the credit card and take the hit and the 300 quid because he really wants this Dyson. Like if you if you asked him. It's the most insane story I think yeah, I've ever he has he, so he has his Hoovers. He has a little Henry Hoover. He has a, a toy Dyson, and then this toy Dyson of this V8 came on sale this week, and they've sold out everywhere. And I managed to get one from Oxendales, right? They, loads of people sent me links. Couldn't buy it. Yeah, it's a it's a, a fashion online fashion like little ones. Yeah. So anyway, I managed to get him the fake the toy Dyson or whatever, and then. Um, the Black Friday sale was coming around and I was laughing so I was tweeting going I'm going to ask Santa for the match and the thing and then Curry's sent Ushin a big red box with a Dyson in it PJ he slept with it in his room the past three nights shut up yeah he, take, and he, he, he assembled the whole thing himself put it all together knew how to unbox it knew exactly what was used for what like he's yeah I don't he's not Savon or anything I just think he's just he's off he's just shops. mad for Hoovers mad for, like literally mad for Hoovers yeah, so he got an end. He's getting an engine for Christmas, but mad for him. But yeah, so there was just all these parents floating around. Jesus Christ! Looking like like night walkers, just like pissed off, walking around Smiths. Yeah, and look at these fucking pricks, right? Like what? I'm just after. I'm after. No, as you were talking, I'm just seeing this. Right? You know, have we? A couple who legally changed their names to Santa and Merry Christmas have said their family and members refuse to call them by their new monikers. Right? They're fucked off over this. A, a couple, both 60, formerly Jeff and Mary Brookstein, fuck off the pair you Brookstein, decided something more festive was in order for this year. Speaking at the launch of TK Maxx, never-ending stocking in Dublin, they're fucking here! <laughs> they're here! Oh, they're here! Mary said, a couple of our family members still call us by our birth names, but for the most part, no. My birth name was always Mary, and now it's simply spelled differently. So she put in the E, you know, Mary. She's oh, called Mary, Mary now. Okay. Uh, I'll always be Mary. I'll have a happy. A father of one, Santa. This is Santa <laughs> now, his name. His actual fucking name by law 
Uh, I just some people thought it was crazy. Some of them accepted it, but then some of them rejected it. But all my friends and my cousin, one cousin, uh, thought it was a hoot to have an Uncle Santa. Oh, shut up! These fucking people! I swear to God, if you only knew how much you were rubbing people's noses, this is what turns people into grouchy scrooge. This is what makes people into criminals. Do you know that? This is what makes people into criminals. This is what takes people like me who are trying to be law-abiding, normal people walking around the road. And I know it's none of my business what you do with your Christmas, but when you call yourself Santa and Merry Christmas, it makes me want to mug you. It makes me want to take your coat and stick it in your fucking arse. It makes me want to get your stupid beard and wipe dog shit in it. Right, it's, okay. Like, this is what makes people... Don't invite PJ to any type of festivities. And, and this other, you know these fucking houses? Uh, I will say, in fairness, there's a couple of them that they give money to charity. Yeah. You know, they, they over-decorate their houses yeah. and they think, it's great, let's burn all this extra energy that's badly needed for the rest of the world. Let's burn it all with twinkly shit lights and we'll let people come in and they can drop some money for charity. Grand, fair play to you, good for you. But there's a couple of other ones that they just do it just to make an exhibition of themselves. You know, there's, there's you know, loads these, of houses already up. Oh like. my God, my neighbour put it up. I said it to him. I said, I said, y'all think it's a bit early. Like in fairness. And do you know what he's doing, the fuckhead? Do you know what he's doing? Do you know what he's Annoying doing? you for what? He's got a fucking carrot in the passenger seat of his car and he's driving around with it. The carrot from the little lad. Oh, I got oh, the sent those Katie and it's huge, though. Oh, we didn't get a big size. one. No, the kids got little no, and ones. And he's got it safety belted into the passenger seat of his car. His kids have to sit in the back. And there's a carrot in the front seat. He's got a fucking carrot in the front seat and, uh, and reindeer antlers on his car. And it's like, this is two weeks ago. What, wait, what is it now? <laughs> it's the 26th of November. This is two weeks ago. This is like the 14th of November. This prick's going around with a carrot in his car. I'm fucking antlers. And then he's got his tree up. I don't got, know. It'll be keyed. I mean, okay, it'll Grant. literally be keyed by, uh, by Wednesday. We'll all know who to look at. Okay, Grant, I realise I'm getting disproportionately upset about this. And all I have to do is learn how to do some mindfulness bullshit or whatever it is that you need to do to get your life together there's but a television programme in this surprise. though isn't there it's like you are essentially like it's, this is like an American comedy you're that guy oh it's just every you're year Bill Murray. it catches me by surprise every year you do How? your it best happens. It not happens. to be involved and you can't not be you're not allowed to not be involved I go you know to the Christmas years party I work? had to go where I didn't buy presents for family before they'd leave me alone you know how many years that took a decade, a fucking decade of non-participation and they still want you to be involved. They still want you to have a turkey dinner. All I want is a fucking pizza and a Diet Coke. That's all I want for Christmas Day. A pizza and a fucking Diet Coke. A decade of ignoring the whole thing. A decade of sitting there with me dog. Four years now of going to work on Christmas Day to avoid the whole fucking thing and you're still not allowed to be left out of it. Grant, now I can calm down. I've disproportionately upset. I've could use this as catharsis again. This is one of these conversations I wish wasn't recorded. Because, <laughs> because now... Too late. Already now recorded. Now that I've gotten to the other side and I'm calming down, I feel a bit like the guy that smashed the television and realises he has to buy a new one. Yeah, you're like, oh yeah. dear. But I do feel better having got it out. I'll be honest with Good, you. I'm, I'm glad that you do. You know what I mean? So now I hope I... everybody has a great Christmas. Yeah, everybody... <laughs> It's too early to talk about what you're doing for the festive season then. Oh, I'm doing nothing. I'm going to work. Those pe- I really got upset when I saw those Merry Christmas people. I swear to well, Jesus Christ. Well, they're in Dublin. Christ. You can go and find them. If you fi- if you hear that the people who are there pro- promoing P- TK Maxx have been mugged, he's wearing a Nike top in maroon. <laughs> Up to 90, the podcast where we discuss anything and everything from the 90s. So, we're going to talk like Louise Woodward, Italia 90, Macarena, Julie. Goodfellas Pizza, uh, Macaulay Culkin, because he was I such a big deal. We all, we'd Julie. all just think, yeah? They'll get it. Will they? Of course. Okay. 
Up to 90. It's a podcast about the 90s. With me, Emma Dorn. And me, Julie Che. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Catholicmatch.com, Tinder, um, Plenty of Fish, you know, all the usual oh, spots. Judy. They'll get it. Up to 90. I was well, well. Have you seen it? I was looking at another story earlier on today about people who are addicted to their phone. I got to do something with I the phone. I picked up addiction. my phone. People have like I'm not saying people. I'm just saying me. I don't give a shit. Like whatever. Do what you want to do. I'm not one of these people. That, you know the way you get the judgy parents and they're like, oh, can't believe they've let their child use an iPad. Use <laughs> three. Yeah. yeah. Wait, you have a three year old. You yeah, wait. You have two of them. You'll go have a fucking iPad and each like, of their hands. Shoot the images into their veins. You can have but, whatever they want. But like you know, but it's gone. I, I got this app on my phone because I was getting really worried. Because there's this new thing on the iPhone. Have you it seen tells it? You how much screen time you've done on a Sunday it ruins yeah. your whole week yeah. and tells you your screen do you I know what your blame, average yeah. is I don't know I just blame Hannah on it because I like that I give Hannah my phone Hannah Hannah's words are she calls the phone a baby shark baby shark baby shark oh yeah baby shark it's just, and she fuck me she's too but she can really now shark oh. nah, and you just give it to her I'm the, so if there's the other judgy parents be like look at that oh, we're at yeah, she's birthday worry, party yeah. is four and Hannah was in a corner underneath the table with my phone watching baby shark so yeah. There you go. I got my average. Where stuff. can you find your average? Oh, it sends it to you. It texts it to you every year. I got uh, it, but I'm just like, I'm wondering, can I go back and oh, see it? Oh, you can, it? yeah. If you go into settings and go, go through the thing, you'll see the average yeah. in, in the Oh, there general. you go. What's yours? Five hours, 50 minutes a day. Five a hours day. what a day? 50. So six hours a day. A day! I, I'm five hours, seven minutes per day. A day! Yeah. A fucking day! Like that's... Oh, what... no, I'm not. It's just changed today. Six hours, 16 minutes. That's because Hannah had my phone all day yesterday, though. That is serious shit, isn't it? I think that's serious shit. Look, the shit. days, like, literally, look, the days I don't have the kids, it's not used. So, like, on a Monday, I, the kids are in crash, so I, the, the phone's barely used. Then the kids are, <laughs> the time the kids are home, they, like, very, it's Tuesday and Wednesday, I have Hannah's and the phone's used. Thursday, it does, because I do all my emails and stuff on a Thursday, all my social's done then and Friday not really Saturday and Sunday it's used again because the kids are around it's, and it's like it's entertainment it's uh, is it, would entertainment classes YouTube I don't or know. social well this is what I was wondering if audio books are counted I'm not so bad about it because I listen to audio books so often oh I listen to podcasts every night but I don't know if sleep. that's counted or not or if it's actual screen time oh, I don't know show, sorry it shows it, so it shows most used is, for me is Instagram oh, WhatsApp so I use WhatsApp for everything. YouTube, yeah. like there you go. So the third is YouTube. That's oh, my there kids. It is. Twitter, I use Safari, Gmail, Facebook, messages, photos, actually ringing people, not a lot. Gmail, camera, Smith's, oh my God, smithstoys.com is in my most used. That'll show my week now. Jesus Christ. I'm spending Spotify. three hours a day on social media. Fuck off. Oh, here, talk about being a mom, right? Smithtoys.com, littlewoods.ie, Mothercare, Debenhams, like, and Arnott's. Welcome to fucking middle age. Shit to bed, man. This is mad shit. That's grim. I got this thing as well, this checky app, and you look at it, and it tells you how many times you pick up your phone. I'm like 80 odd times a day. 80! 80 odd times a day. Wow. It's I too much. Do. It's too fucking much. I swear to God, I'm going back to watching horror movies and all that shit. By the way, as well, I meant to ask you this. Yes. I'm sort of sick of, I've been watching horror movies for ages. You mm. know, the genre that I'm into. Yes, the genre. Nobody ever haunts from anything past Victorian Britain. That's the last ghosts. So it's it like the, after that ghost went on that. strike. It's like, whatever the powers that be said, the ghost can't be. Thatcher. Past. Thatcher, uh, she fucking, she cut them all out. The milk and the ghosts. Who? Thatcher. 
Well, it was long before. No, that. I know there's that no was like the eighties, ghosts or sixties, like ghosts. Yeah, like there's no. You know, if you had a haunted house, there's never one from the from the nineties rave scene. No, do you know what I mean? It's never like they're you, still lost you lie in the ether. It's never you ever lie down and you hear in their house like you know this beat is technotronic. Call him Mr. Vader. Call him Mr. Vane. Like there's never. They're all just little girls with long hair and Victorian dresses going. Come, little children, it's always that shit. Like, it's always that shit. Yeah. Like you never get haunted by uh, who's died recently, who's dead, who's like I you? Would Prince. Like Prince. Like, Prince. Prince. Well, on. you've got concert like yeah. him, Prince or um, David Bowie. David, yeah, all these love people. him to pop in and have a chat. Like his mansion is haunted by David Bowie. You know what I mean? That were him. You know the way they. Like, do you ever see the the Peter Kay thing? <coughs> it's like your man's been buried, and a packet of quavers goes over his grave. And he, he's oh. like, he goes, you know, like people always try and like attach themselves to when oh, somebody to some dies, shit that yeah, and like yeah. a packet, of, a pack of quavers goes over the grave. He's like, pack quavers, that were him. Like it was a sign, or it's like people, Irish people say robins in the garden. Yeah, my man's always into that. Yeah, there's your da. I'm there. Yeah. That is literally a bored it's eating. A robin. Yeah, it's a bored eating. Yeah, no, I not. Do, we've had a robin around our garden a lot lately. I'm like, well, it's either my dad, yeah, it's a the robin, season. or yeah, it is the season. So it's, it's cold, and also we have an abundance of worms in our back garden. Because we just, all the grass got cut. It's been soft and soggy. It was like a search party. You know, when you see, if somebody goes missing and you see the footage on Sky News and it's just all policemen and women walking along. Yeah. It, it was essentially a search party for worms by, but with birds. Lines of them just all going along in a line with their heads in, looking for worms. It was pretty impressive. Actually, speaking of your family, and it kind of, a slightly serious note. I didn't get a chance to talk to you about this properly, but your your sister was on the Late Late Show. She was, yeah, talking about her adoption. Yeah, and then your ma popped up. PJ, she wasn't supposed to be on it. I absolutely broke. My, I was sobbing. She was doing was her fancy voice. She was putting on her posh voice. What do you mean she was putting on her posh? That's voice. not a voice. She puts on a posh voice. Keep over. We just stop. I tell you, she puts on the telephone she's voice. Huh? Did you say that like her telephone yeah, voice? Yeah, yeah. She was rotting oh, I, I thought she, your mom is super glam. Holy Moses. Nah, she's nah, fab. She's Tipperary. She sounds like a cult she likes. She, she doesn't. She sounds voice. like a lovely. No, no, no. I'll tell you what she actually sounds like. She doesn't sound anything like she sounded like on TV. <laughs> I wish I could find the audio because she sounded very well spoken. I was like, she had a very like lovely Clontarf, well spoken Yeah, accent. I know. She's yeah. from Tipperary. Like, she doesn't sound like that at all. What that was literally her telephone voice. She's a country woman. Does she have a country accent? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah. I wouldn't so, have got that at all. Yeah, I know you wouldn't. Yeah, she has this voice and that she puts sisters. on. When she leaves the house, she puts on this thing. This, right. And then know. if she rang you on the phone, what would she be like? Just shouting at you. Uh, how are you doing? It's a bit like that. How do you know what I mean? She said, There's a dog on a bike. Look at that. She doesn't sound like a dog on a bike. Look at that. That's what she sounds like. And then she goes out and she's like, hello. It's fucking weird. Well, your sister, it's so I thought weird. your sister was incredible because she came on because it was Adoption, World Adoption Week or something, wasn't it? Something, something like that. Like that. I can't really remember, but she was on because, yeah, yeah. So she's got, she, like me, she's adopted, obviously. And she's like, except whereas I'm just sort of tipping along, doing my thing and kind of writing comedy shows about it, she decided she wants to try and make a difference. So she's campaigning for all the... Uh, Documents, yeah, yeah, for your right to know. Because in your, Ireland, which is very health. different to the UK and the world, is that you don't have a birth cert. Because we've had this conversation before. Yeah, you can't no birth go. Cert. So we, where we record, literally two doors up, is where I brought my children, where I was registered. It's called Hatch. Well, it's I call the Hatchets, Masters, and Dispatches because it's a births. Uh, marriage and marriages office. So you have to go there to get your marriage certificate. You have to go when you oh my god, I registered both the kids' births. You yeah, go there, but I can't. Which I would, I would get my kids there, but you can't. No, I you, can't. They've no documents belong to you. Well, they do, but you're not allowed to know Why? what they are. Well, I I can get them now because I've met my birth parents, so I know what I was, my original name was. But if you don't know what your original name was, oh, yeah, then what you was can't. your original name again? Dermot Neilan. <laughs> 
Yeah, so that's the, yeah, so that was my name when I was born. Is it that mad? Like, like your name was Dermot Neil, and like, and look at you now, PJ yeah, Gallagher. But, yeah, but it wasn't really because it was just given to me, and then I was put directly into foster care. Do you know what I mean? What do they call you in foster care? I don't know. A little shit. Well, yeah, I guess I didn't have a name for a few months. Yeah, and for I about six to, months. They had to have called you something in no, foster care. No, they wouldn't care. have. No, because it wouldn't. Oh, please couldn't. don't tell me they didn't call you a name, Peter. That would absolutely rip my. I actually probably start no, crying. I wouldn't have had a name for about that six would, months. Emotionally, I don't think I'm able for that today. No, I a little, ba- a little name, baby boy not having a name. No, I wouldn't have. You had had fucking a name. dickheads. Wherever, where were you? Call them out. I hate them. No, no, fair play to them. No, they were the people that like. When I know no, they minded when you. When nobody wanted me in the world, these people fucking did. You know, PJ, you make me cry. So I was sent to Fingless, but I would have been nameless in Fingless for at least six months to eight months six to eight months and then uh, so what like I wonder what they referred to you I think probably gave me a name of their own or something Rover or Fido or something shut up no but (laughs) I wonder did they call you like baby I don't know like baby I don't know D or like you know who knows I don't know I don't even know if I was there with other kids or I'll never know there's no way of finding out who those people were no, no, there's no way of finding out. So, like, why is that? It's not on the file. It just says foster care thing. Just those people are not identifiable in any documents I've ever seen. So, yeah, I won't find them. I wonder, is there people out in Finglas who see you on the telly and they're like, "He's a he's a grow that little see, fella." Probably, I doubt it because they would have had so many you kids know what I mean? that come in like, and out. You forget it's not like it is today. Like there was kids adopted. Like they were adopting kids fucking everywhere. Uh, like obviously abortion wasn't a thing. No. Women weren't allowed to have babies if they weren't married. So yeah. they were being sent to these mother and baby homes and Magdalene laundries and all that. So there was an abundance of babies. illegitimate, what they would have been called then, kids. Yeah. So they were selling them to the States. They were testing animal vaccines on us down in Bespread. They were doing everything they could to sort of just make, to find places for us. So people who are fostering were fostering quite a lot of kids. Okay. Like a lot of kids would have been going through the system. So those people think would never remember me. They would have had so many kids, kids over, through the house, over yeah. that, over that, you know, 30 year period or whatever it was. Because that's all it was. People forget, like it was such a short, short time, time yeah. that that adoption was a thing in Ireland. So that's what my sister's campaigning for yeah. because she knows the government are stalling, stalling, stalling because in the next 20 years, all our parents will be dead. Yeah. So it makes it easier for them to just keep stalling. Want, like it, and then the problem a, a goes away. Irish, exactly, a true Irish form, the problem goes away. Yeah, problem goes, so yeah. then they release all the documents and nobody's affected because everybody's dead, yeah. right? So that's what she's campaigning against. She cruel. wants to do it when, there's, when everybody's still... Well, there's not, a chance. Well, at least half of us are still alive, yeah. right? So that's, that's well, what she's... Well, there's still a chance. Yeah, and then not just that, she wants to get like her... Because she's fucked off. You see, the difference is she's got kids now, right? Yeah, I, see, I'm never going to have she doesn't kids. know her history, right? Yeah, so it, when it's you, you don't really care. Right, I'm never going to have kids, but so it doesn't bother me so you, much. But even just for you, just in terms of you, like if something, if you go into a hospital now, if they say to you, do you have any history of cardiac or epilepsy or anything? Well, you don't know, do well, you? Well, I do now oh, no, because okay. I, I found you my bare yeah, Sorry, yeah. But for years and years, I didn't, didn't know. I used to have to say, I've no idea, I've but no idea. But that's wrong, idea. like, though. Because that's funny. Yeah, it doesn't it matter is. even about kids, but, but even I for you. I differ with my sister on this in one thing, right? And I do differ on this, right? I think if someone really doesn't want to be found, they should be left alone. Right, now, my okay. sister's not, she's got a different opinion on it. Okay. You know, she just sees it differently. And that's Grant. Like, we don't fall out of it, we just see it differently. But I do think no matter who you are, you should be allowed to have your medical yeah, history. Yeah, I think if you don't want to be found for your enough. kids. Because yeah. that's where she, she, she has her kids now. Yeah. And she's bringing her kids to hospital and they're saying, is there this in the family? She's like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. So for her kids' sake, I think it's, a, you know, yeah. when, you, when you have kids yourself, but everything I think for, even just for you, I think it's just a right. I, I, I totally respect what you're saying in terms of if you don't want to be found. And I suppose there's so many because women's... Because you don't know these women's history. No. They, these women aren't bad people. And these people went on to have their own lives. Like 40, 50, 60, 60 changed. years, 70 yeah. years some of these women lived yeah. since they had these kids. Yeah. 
You know, you, you don't have someone, know a forty-year-old knocking on your door. I don't think you have the right to walk into their life and smash it up. I just yeah. don't think that's right. I just don't think you have the right to do it. And I know it's hard, a bitter pill to swallow. You know, to say, "Fuck, I'm, I'm left out. I'm in the dark here." But it's a weird I, I just one, don't isn't think, it? I know it's really. I know. And then I'm saying this, and it's easier for me to say because I went looking and I was let in yeah. to see who my parents were. Yeah. So maybe and I'm full of shit. I'm willing theirs. to believe I'm full of shit here. Yeah. I'm willing, but I've, I'm willing to sit down with someone that says, "No, here's what it is from my perspective." I looked and I was told to go Fuck away, off, and yeah. you know. But I don't know. It's not easy. It's not black and white. No, it's not. But like but that, I that's, why it's that's why the government are dragging it out because they just want us all to fuck off. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. But I thought your sister was. I thought your sister was so calm about it. I thought that she was so articulate in what she was saying. It was emotional, but it was it, it wasn't all like the emotion wasn't all encompassing. That you lost the point of what she was trying to get to, and then. But I just thought actually your mom, your mom stole the show for me because your mom just she was like <laughs> she that they were on, on that they were on that you you and your sister were on loan basically that that she was the lucky one that you guys were on loan to her and then yeah. ultimately that you would maybe find your your birth parents or your birth parents would find you. I just thought like that like that's that's incredible like that for your mother to say oh as a but you know, I know it's really but some no, people makes as, me laugh. as a mom I'm just like yeah. what a fucking incredible woman because no, I know it makes me laugh because I remember asking my mom when we were kids like you know what would you do if my birth mother came back were and you she threatening said, her life? Oh, I said like what would you do if, if she walked through the fucking door now and said I want my child back what would you do and my mom goes oh yeah I'll give you back yeah no matter yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was like that isn't the answer I was expecting I'll be honest with you fight for me for god's sake will you yeah her thing was that it's still like and that's why you have these weird moments being adopted like, I, I, like I've had moments with my ma I'm sitting with my ma and she's going ring your mother I'm like this is a weird conversation to be having. You're my mother. And she goes, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm like, it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like that. It yeah. doesn't feel like that. You know, it's just, it's a mad, it's, it's a mad one. Speaking of genetics and all Adoption that kind of, is a mess. Man. Isn't it? A, it's, it's a mess. A, it, no, it's see? a mess for everybody involved. No matter what you are, who you are, how you are, it's a fucking mess. It never ends happy ever after. No matter what anybody says, yeah. it's a mess. You can get to a nice place with it, but it's a mess. It's just a mess. Nobody comes out of it oh, like 100% all right. I have they to don't. say, I like it's one thing I've always admired. I always admired your honesty about it though. Because I think... See, I'm lucky that I was never hidden in the I, I, un- I understand that. But even if it wasn't hidden in your house, it still as a person, you could choose to not be open about it. But I think without being, you know, fucking blowing smoke up your hole, but you're a public profile and people see you as this really funny comedian, successful guy. But actually, when you talk about something like adoption, that there's someone sitting at home in their gaff who, you know, are afraid to make a step or are afraid to do anything. And they see someone like you or they see your sister talking about that I'd like to see your ma. Well, actually... Because we have a fucking... It is a bit of an epidemic of the amount of people in this country who have no access or don't know or are afraid to take that leap. See, we have that Catholic background that other yeah. countries don't have. That's why And people don't was. understand it. Like, it's... Uh, you know, and as you say, it's so intricate in comparison to any other... Like, in the UK, like your sister was saying, in the UK, you just get all your details. Yeah. When you turn 18, see, that's it. Here's the keys to the door. They didn't you know have I mean? the same shit to hide that we had. No, and we they were did, hiding a lot. We were, but what I'm saying pretend, is somebody like you We were on like this anti-British, being, pretendy, moral, yeah, super high course, ground. Yeah. That was, and it was all built on lies. It was all built on lies. And... And that's how we ended up in this position, you know, where we were just sending women away. And, yeah, but what know. I'm saying is you being you and people, their association with you, but somebody like you being that honest and open about it, I think it's quite refreshing. Like, I think it's... Yeah, but then you get... Like, it's weird, you know, because it's about half and half. I know. Adopted people 
will attack the shit out of me. Mm. I got like I got adoption groups and stuff, and they like really give me a hard time over it. Have because you not been through enough? And no, now well, your own people are turning on you. They don't think you're to tell your own story if it's not the same as the, if it's not as tragic as their story. Yeah, okay. And I sort of get that as well, right, Grant? But like, misery needs I just a friend, tell, kind of. Huh? Misery needs a friend. Kind I don't of. know. Yeah. I really don't know, but it's like I put the um, I've gotten some really hateful shit from other adopted people because it's, my story's different to theirs. And of then course. you get other people to say, "Oh, thanks so much for saying something." And I had one person in particular who I know kind of well who just says, "Look, I've never told. I've never told my husband. I've never told my kids. I've never told anyone in my life like, that they're adopted. That she was adopted. Oh wow! Never told anyone." Like and then she's like, so it's so refreshing to hear yeah. it out there. So it's it's half and half. It's like everything else. No matter what you do, some people are going to think you're an asshole, and then other people it's think it's all right. You just fucking run with it. Everybody yeah. has one. Speaking of genetics, this is the first time I've ever spoken about adoption. You haven't told me you're sick of hearing about it. No, I'm interested. <laughs> I like as much as I give you shit. I give you shit when you go on and you're like giving it all that. But I actually, in fairness, I I do like I am very I I'm very interested in it as much as I take the piss out of it, and I take the piss out of you a lot about it. But I do think it's very refreshing to have somebody of your profile talk about it or your sister be on the Late Late Show about it. Whether yeah. you're going to get well, a bag of Mickeys great. from somebody yes. about it. But the bit that struck me the most was, like, I just remember my mum, when my mum had Glenn, my eldest brother, who's he's 40-something tomorrow, he... um there was a girl in the hospital and like that they were taking the baby away and there was a woman in the other bed who lived like, you know, back to bear mind, 40 odd years ago, like, and uh, she lived in a big house in Ranala. So she went out to the nurse's phone. She was allowed to use it because she was a private patient and she told her husband to make up the spare room and she brought the, because they were going to take the baby from the girl and the girl yeah. didn't want to take the baby. She brought her home. Yeah. She brought her home with her baby. Like she, she brought her home and I, my, and that always, my mom was like, she goes, Susie, like I would have taken her home myself. I would, because my mom knew girls that just disappeared. Yeah. And came back. Never spoken about it. My mom, you know. Some of those girls were raped. Yeah. And they were the ones that had to pay that price. Yeah. You know, a lot of those, a lot of women, uh, fucking stories I've heard, like without getting into the details, because it actually really upsets me if I get into it, to be honest with you. But a lot of the women that were sent there, some of them were they had mental problems and they were like you know mm. were disabled people yeah. and they were raped and they ended up in these fucking homes and in these horrible situations and then their kids taken from them and sold mm. or you know it's horrible shit. It but really it, it's it a dark it's a dark be. story. It really is. It's a real shame on the country, you know. But that's what I'm saying. It does need like as as heartbreaking and as that is. And we're doing this again. Like, yeah. We're doing it all again. Yeah. Look at the direct provision stuff that's happening oh, in the country. Stop. It's a, like yeah. we're doing it all again. Yeah. That, those places are women and children locked up again. Yeah. It's happening again. It's happening now. Women and children locked up. I know it's bad for the lads and everything is bad, but it's just I don't know. It's killer. We're doing it again. That's our next scandal. Yeah. You know, it's not. A, it's just a matter of time. It's another twenty years Can before there's someone like sitting <laughs> doing a podcast, <laughs> yeah, some, and he's going to be sitting there going, us. "I grew up in a fucking a direct provision center that yeah. was once a holiday home, and we yeah. weren't allowed to leave, and my mother got in shit because I wasn't allowed bread because I was sick, which is a story that happened last week. Yeah. So this is it's happening again. There's always another shame to And then chase. Leo Varadkar fucking tweets to don't talk me on Leo and starting Leo. Leo fucking Varadkar talks today because obviously the, the soldier has been up and it was vandalised and he was like it was pointing to see we should maybe we should we should uh, 
commission to have one built. No, you should commission fucking money to sort out the shit we have going on, not build a fucking soldier. Great and we already have a war memorial park. Yeah, I'm like, we have yeah, a whole so, park. <laughs> I was to say that. We have a whole we have park. A whole park there, Leo. Do you know what I mean? There's Shut literally the war like. memorial park is literally right up the it's, road. But you do have to wonder sometimes where did you be thinking in their head? You know, do you think yeah, that's a good think, idea? People are just saying shit they think is going to get them votes. Anyway, um, there you go. I'm just saying. I only say shit about war. I'm, I'm as full of shit as anybody else. We if all not are. more. Um, speaking of genetics, we had like an unbelievable response before we finish up on this episode, we had an unbelievable response to the science. Yeah, podcast. I know it was made. Like for the what the longest podcast we've ever done it was like nearly two hours. Well, yeah, with two fantastic guests, and it was great crack. It was Sorry, so much Ruth, fun. They were so like they so so now that they're not, I kind of I bottled it. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. Shane pulling you up on your uh, when you says I'm going to get involved in, pol- in politics, Jamie, in uh, science. science, and you go, yeah, exactly what? Then what are you going to do? Tell me. Like I thought, like it was the most teacher. I thing. said I was like I'm into science now. I'm telling Got involved and he goes okay so what is it you're going to do but like that but even like so the, the tr- like I did I couldn't I actually literally I I kind of just shit myself before it started and I couldn't say it out loud because there was loads of science people at it right but we got an email to go through to say look Ruth Bergen is a, a, gen, a, a geneticist a geneticist yeah um, and she's a I she's think. from Science Foundation Ireland or whatever and then uh, Shane Bergen is the other guy and I miss my eyesight's yeah, really physicist. bad right I misread it I swear to God I thought it said that he was a psychic <laughs> Right. <laughs> to the point that I went ah, that's de- fucking great so I went deadly dead people like I, I went oh, obviously this, this rose in somewhere I was like oh maybe it's astrology like, this guy's gonna fucking love my China Terry story yeah I'm like oh, should I start by telling him I'm a Leo how does this work <laughs> I read it wrong he was a physicist but I couldn't tell him that on the day but like we got into it and he was he started Shane was incredible like, these people are so knowledgeable he was incredible but he was about four and a half minutes in or not even and I was just like Do you know, I'll be honest Shane I haven't I, I didn't understand a lot of what he said and somebody tweeted me to tell me I was really thick and I'm like look I'd talk about literature or art history they were my things in school I was into them I didn't attend science class I might I have to the point Alan who produces our uh, our podcast Alan from Headstuff said to me there he has a book he's like because oh, I said I love reading about it like I, you know actually maybe I need to read a bit more about it he goes I have a book he goes you'll absolutely love it it's a children's science book it is a straight up illustrated children's science book that Oshin would probably read. He goes, but start with that. <laughs> <laughs> it was good though, right? It was good, yeah. I thought it was great. I, I got really great. I got it. a lot out of it. I got a lot of fun out of it as well. In fairness, if their message was about like you know science can be fun, which is kind of you would imagine was a stretch beforehand, they yeah. really got it across because it was good crack. Like. I think so because it was a, it was a stressful and an arduous uh, journey getting there. You did not take part in any of those. You didn't come to any of the meetings. I went to the meetings. I don't know why you do that. Like you're just, you're still. I'm still one of those people that just like goes. I'm still green. I just go. Yeah, okay. The I'll agents going to take fifteen percent. Let them do. Yeah. The well, shit. I learned that now because like. <laughs> Because <laughs> your agent, That's what they're there for. your agent, literally, I was having a stress fit because I was like, I don't know how many tickets we've sold and they're onto me. And your agent just literally was on the phone going, "Okay, tell you what you need to do. Take a breath." And she's like, "This is nothing got to do with you." She, yeah, she shouldn't even be it. telling you because you just turn up. She's like, "You're the talent." I was like, "Thank you, talk more yeah, to me." Forget about it. Yeah, Take yeah. my fifty percent and tell me I'm the talent all day long. <laughs> If you have nothing to give you 50% of, will you still talent manage me? But thanks though. But yeah, no, I'm fair to say it was really good fun. That was fucking great. I really enjoyed it. I'll be able to do more stuff like that. So this is what we think we might do. Let us know your thoughts on this. We think we might do like a once a one special every six weeks and have somebody really interesting in to kind of ask them questions as bizarre or... 
Yeah, yeah. Like it's basically a sort of obtuse. No matter what it is, I was thinking like if it was just some sort of thing where we just literally don't know anything about anything. I'd like some of the animals we said though. Animals, science. Construction, oh, construction anything like literally anything I would be into it as long as uh, they're up for having a bit of crack yeah, you have it. to be up so if you're actually in Dublin or you're and around they don't mind explaining you... it like we're five years old like or younger from... I would I would go for I would I would yeah, yeah, think, okay, think yeah. you were going put it for me I would think of it that you're going into a Montessori to teach the kids what you do <laughs> yeah, basic exactly. level and if you have like I don't know so really foul mouthed children yeah, so that really are going to ask you my kids basically <laughs> Um, but yeah so I think we might do let us know what you think about that if you're into it and also tell me your hashtag in your ears send us your hashtag in your ear pictures oh, we yeah, have, we've, we've loads to talk about how are you feeling are we going to record two or are we going to do one do you want to go home and sleep no I'll, I'll try and do another one if you want yeah okay so, oh because I, oh, I want to ask you oh we were supposed to leave a gap in this one when we didn't oh Alan well, where I start crying, you could cut it out towards the yeah, end. Yeah, we'll sorry about we'll that. We'll do no. a gap. We just got carried away. That was episode 113. I will just say, we have signed um, some Dublin's t-shirts. You can go on to the website, hepstuff.org, and you can buy them there. I don't really know how much they cost, but some of them are signed. If you want to buy somebody a Christmas present um, that they have no idea what Dublin is, they don't know what's going on, there's just two little black marks on well, You know where to get it. You know where to come and get it. That is episode 113. Peace. HPN, the Headstuff Podcast Network. See headstuff.org for more details.